Whoop up up and well <laughs> Welcome back to the Jen and Thomas podcast for this uh very uh, uh um I don't want to say festive but let's say sports aware episode. Sporty. Sporty. Then welcome back to the sporty episode of the Jen and Thomas podcast. I am your host, Thomas. And I'm uh, your special guest, Jen. And join me as sometimes as my special guest, but Brandon Churchill, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, Thomas. So, Brandon, Super Bowl weekend is coming up this weekend. I um I don't know if you're familiar, but um the Kansas City Chefs are playing against the Beagles. Yeah, the 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 Philadelphia Beagles, which they are, they, it must be a couple of expansion teams because I don't know if I've ever heard of either of these. The Chefs and the Beagles. Is this Korean teams? Yeah, they uh they that we the NFL went international this most recent year. Did you get the joke? <laughs> oh. oh 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 oh! I did not get the joke, but I did just then. Whoops! But so anyway, um, I just Might made have a cut connection. That I'm gonna get canceled. Yeah. <laughs> But so anyway, but Brandon, do you know where the, uh, what do they call it, the Super Bowl? Do you know where the Super Bowl is being held this year? Vermont? Yeah. Um, a very specific small town in Vermont called Arizona. Oh. And by a small town, I mean a state on the other side of the country. Oh, that's weird. Very easy to get that confused. I know mm. it's hard. But so in the spirit of it being Arizona, I thought we could go with a little bit of a deserty arizona e very popular in the state e kind of drink and correct me if i'm wrong this is like a pretty mainstream drink yes it is and that is a tequila sunrise which i am just now seeing that it is also kind of kansas city chiefs colors oh you're right is that is that is that forecasting i think that's my forecast so not only is it an arizona beverage but we're also staying missouri strong with the kansas city okay um, but yeah, let's have a sip. Well, first off, smells. First off, smells very tequila heavy. That was a cool clink. Yeah. Very tequila heavy. Yes. Yeah. To me, it smells a little more tequila than it tastes, but it's. Danielle had a sip earlier, and she was just like, it's just like orange tequila. And it's pretty similar to what it is, so it is about. Okay, well, what's a mimosa? Because that's that's just orange champagne. (laughs) It is. So this is orange tequila. It tasted like orange-flavored tequila, not like tequila and orange juice. It tasted like just tequila. Okay, well, this tastes like watery orange tequila. Because we kept you waiting so long. There's a... There's a good tequila flavor in this, but it's not oh, yeah. like it's not bitey. Yeah, no, I I agree. It doesn't bite, but so uh, uh, sun, uh what? Wiggity wiggity what? Wiggity wiggity what? Uh, tequila Sunrise. It has about two ounces of tequila. It has a four ounces of orange juice, or you just kind of top it off, and then also a a quarter ounce to a half ounce of grenadine. Which we didn't have. Yeah, we didn't have. Which everybody that was there with me backed me up on this. I had it in my basket. Yeah, I don't know. What but happened. the lady didn't ring it up, I guess, or give it to you. Yeah, so we didn't have it. And so for all of you purists out there, we just use like the cherry juice, cherry water from a jar of cherries. Yeah, and but it, it gives it the same look, and it's a somewhat similar taste. It still has the same color, but I don't Danielle, know if the would you mind grabbing there. me that bottle of tequila if you don't mind? Uh, Thank you. Oh, and then two shot glasses, please, because I want to try the tequila by itself. Because I'm thinking, We're, I'm thinking about raw dog on this tequila. I'm thinking it's pretty smooth, just based on this drink. CG did not like that comment. I don't think she liked the term raw dogging. She didn't like the term or the act. She doesn't like moist raw dogging. Could you pour us a little sip of each? Just drink like a monkey? like a half half a scooch. Ooh, baby. I've never seen someone work so hard to pull a little cork out. Uh, I've never seen somebody so excited. Damn, girl. She's trying to kill us. Drippy, drippy, boy. I'm going to have to Uber home after that drink you just poured me. 
Here you go. So before we taste it, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He wants to read the bottle. So before we get it, we, this is tequila, or it's single estate tequila ocho, 100% pure agave, or pure de agave, pure agave. Um, this is bottle number 187,248. <laughs> Hencho en Mexico. That probably means made in. Uh, that sounds right. And then the back is in cursive. And fun fact, I cannot read cursive. Seriously, let me see that shit. Let me see that bad boy. That bad boy. Uh, well, it doesn't help that this is... Okay, well, the first two words were in Spanish. I was like, is this all in Spanish? The birthplace takes its name for the fact that there is a spring coming out of the ground. It is the place where the water gives birth to Agave Nueva. New Water River. Uh, It's the largest ranch of... Carlos, come. Uh, this isn't interesting at all. Riveting. So anyway, Brandon. Notes. Okay. Green apple, pears, uh, bitter orange. What does that sound? Is that the? Is that our background? Yeah, that's the ambiance, hmm. which we will get to. For those of you at home, don't worry. White pepper, clove, rosemary. Fresh and mineral. Fresh? Fresh. I don't know. It's in cursive, dog. I know. That's why I said I didn't want to read it. You're like, nah, nah, nah. I got that shit. Hand it over. Hand it over. And then he's like, oh, what? Oh. Palette. Grilled pineapple, rosemary, celery, and live peel. I doubt I'm going to taste any of that. But let's try it out, Brandon. Let's raw dog the tequila. Okay. Oh, mom, uh, your muffs for that. Smell strong. <laughs> Not it's, bad. It's it's a it's a bit smoother than I expect. It's it's got like a it's still tequila. It's got it's tequila, but not nearly as much bite. Oh, dude, me. the Bud Light makes everything better. My Bud Light also smells like pizza. What are you doing? During my drink, I poured my poured the last of my shot in there. But so anyway, thoughts on the tequila? It's not bad tequila. It's it's strong. I'm not a big tequila guy. Me neither. And it's, it's it not too bad. Ha- it definitely has. Um, it's definitely got like some bitter in it, but no like bite. I feel like I can taste the peppers. Yeah, peppers. You mean the white pepper? That's white peppercorn. That's not a pepper, like a jalapeno. No, but it said something like almost like green peppers. Is what I got the vibe from reading that. I was not listening. Okay. But speaking of peppers, peppers grow pretty well in my home state, which brings Nebraska? us... Nebraska? Yeah, Nebraska, which brings us to our ambiance today. What what do we have on the TV here? This is a Nebraskan... De- no, I'm just kidding. The Arizona desert. It's the Sonoran Desert in um, East Valley, Arizona. We have Scarface in the background. I believe it's a sunrise. Is it? Yeah. No. We would see the sunrise coming from over the mountain. This is almost Isn't that east, though. This is east. We're looking east. This is where I lived. Uh. So there's saguaros, jumping choyas, a couple of shrubs. That's creosote. What is a jumping choya? Well, didn't you hear me talk at the? You walk by these little these things. Okay, well you walk the by these listeners things. didn't. Yeah. So a jumping choya. For those of you that know, you know. But they're like these like little goblin looking. They kind of look like Corner CG. Goblin? Yeah. No, they're just these like weird cacti that like kind of like bah, and they jump out and get you and they like these like little balls um they stick to you and then they eventually fall off and then they propagate and become a cactus in the new place yeah the description for this video does say sunrise in mesa so east valley i didn't live hey so i was right i told you i lived northwest of there but yeah so we we, we have our little ambiance here of the sonoran desert the super bowl is going to be here in arizona Tequila Sunrise is a popular drink where I'm from, but the Tequila Sunrise, Brandon, actually has its origins in Arizona. Really? And by its origins is, it was pretty much a completely different drink. Maybe if there's some kind of Arizona-related holiday besides the Super Bowl, I think this would kind of be an interesting drink to revisit. Okay. So the tequila, the original Tequila Sunrise was 
tequila, creme de cassis, cassis, C-A-S-S-I-S, I don't know, but it's uh, made from like black currants, and then lime juice and soda water. So I think that'd be kind of a fun drink to try sometime. What's that called? That was the original Tequila Sunrise. Oh. Okay. And that was made in the Arizona Baltimore Hotel, or Biltmore Hotel, where it was created by Gene Sulit, S-U-L-I-T, in the uh, late 30s, early 40s, somewhere in there. Mm. But the more modern version of the cocktail was uh, was like, I, I don't I don't know how, why there was like the original and then the reinvention. I don't know why it's still considered the same drink. But then it was created by uh, Bobby Lazoff and Billy Rice in the seventies. But that was in uh, California. Mm-hmm. But the its its roots are in Arizona from the Biltmore. I see. Yeah. Overall, I do like it. I mean, we weren't able to make this drink like with the actual grenadine because the lady, I don't know, stole it. I don't I don't know what happened. But I don't know how it didn't end up with us. But at least you didn't pay for it. Yeah. So. But it's it definitely smells stronger than it tastes. But that might be our tequila. But like, there's no bite. The orange isn't bad. And like, I don't know. I think on what I think is maybe a cherry or like pineapple infused tequila. Yeah. I think that would take this a long way. Yeah. I mean, this is very the the flavor of the tequila is, is very present in this. I think I want I think I want a little more sour. I agree. Yeah. Like a lime juice or something, maybe. Mm, a lime juice would be good. Tequila well, and lime we did... goes together like ketchup and mustard. Yeah. Well, we we had a, um, when we were looking in the store, there were a couple of infused vodkas I was looking at, and there was one that kind of interested me. It was a jalapeno and cucumber infused vodka, or tequila. I hate cucumber. Well, listen, I thought that a jalapeno infused tequila would be good for this yeah. like after tasting it, i'm like i'm glad i didn't go with that because the cucumber would have thrown it off but if there was a just a jalapeno infused tequila i think that would have a place in this potentially yeah i think or like a if you did that with like a like a mango juice oh like a like a make this with mango juice mango juice with the the, the jalapeno. jalapeno you know i think that would have been good you know what i'm saying Danielle, our drink monkey, is displeased with her tequila sunrise, so she's, she's adding a can of squirt. squirt into it. Which, hey, those of you listening at home, you know, I'd, I'd put a little bit of squirt on everything, right? You know, I'm not opposed to trying that because, honestly, not a big fan of this drink. Yeah, I mean, you know, hey, ladies, ladies and gentlemen at home, not, they're not all going to be winners. We didn't, like, you know. So now we have, like, a... A hybrid. Yeah, well, it's it's red the bottom, it's kind of orangey-yellow in the middle, and then it's got, like, a white top to it. Thomas, is that where you're raw dogging this drink? Dude, I'm, I'm raw dog. I raw dog every aspect of life. Oh, my God. But, no, I stirred my drink with my finger. Same. Because I'm a man. Ooh. Ooh. The squirt did it. Maybe, hey guys, if you're making tequila sunrises at home, maybe do like half orange juice, half grapefruit juice. Just a squirt of squirt? A squirt of squirt. That's good. <laughs> I like this a squirt. lot. <laughs> this th- this is what it needed for me. Yeah, it adds a, a layer of depth that wasn't there before. It seemed like a very flat drink, and now it's kind of got some, fl- well, some and like, to me, depth to it. I do think that this is a good drink to show off. Or not not to show feature to, to feature the tequila. Agree. Like the the orange and the cherry. Even, even if we had real grenadine, that wouldn't have neutralized anything. Kind of like, disappears. Yeah, it's definitely something to it's a catalyst for the tequila. Yeah, it's definitely something to really show off your tequila. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, Showcase um, it. I like it now. Um, now we have like an actual drink. Yeah. That we can. Tolerate. You know, at some point we're gonna have to learn how to define a cocktail. What do you mean? Like, what? what is a cocktail? Like, is it two ingredients? Is it, like, any two things mixed? Is it a three-ingredient meaty m- minimum, I mean? Well, the way we've been doing it... Everything I, we have has, has three been a cocktail. Well, other... Except for shoe polish. That was just scotch and soda. Yeah, well, that's still two ingredients. I know, but... What we're... But do I want to call that a cocktail? Yeah, it's a cocktail. I feel like there needs to be a third element. Is that what we're going to define our, our definition of cocktail? Is... I don't know. That's what I'm asking you. I think a cocktail is anything that you mix. If you have to mix it together, it's a cocktail. If you can, if you pull it out of like the fridge and hand it to somebody, then it's not a cocktail. 
Okay. Even though All they right. even though they have canned cocktails, All I don't right. know if I consider you're, you're right. necessarily you're right. a cocktail. If you have to mix it, it's a cocktail. Okay. You, you got. You me. agree with that? I agree. I'm here for you. But so, in Brandon, Tequila Sunrise, Arizona. This is this has got to be a sunset because I don't see the sun coming up from behind the mountain. Ah! Oh my god! I almost dropped my phone. So I don't know if you know this, but Arizona is kind of known for having the most beautiful sunsets. Have I ever shown you a picture? Maybe. I'm going to show you a picture. And for those of you listening at home, I'll post one on the Instagram, and then I'll just also look it up for yourself. So. But so this is what it looks like. Oh wow! And it like as yeah, as the sun goes down behind the mountains, like the sky just turns all to these like blues and purples and like oranges, and I and that's like one of the reasons that the Phoenix Suns colors are blue or um, purple and orange. This one has teal. Let me see. Yeah, yeah, and that's like that's what it is. It's not like I'm sure it's edited just at like some level, but that's really what it's like. Yeah, I don't think it's that color of teal necessarily. Well, maybe it is because there's a couple of these that do have that. And then there are times that like the the sky is just pink. It's insane. Look at that one. Yeah, that's 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 where I lived, man. Every day. Ew. What do you mean? Ew. Of the beauty. Yeah, just about. (laughs) You can't appreciate it without your shit day, your shit uh, cloudy days, your Midwest overcast winters um because it's just like this big open sky and things like that but um there's like other weird things like i mean i don't know how true it is i'm not a meteorologist but I thought you were gonna say aliens um no <laughs> well there was an alien sighting above phoenix um in the 90s the phoenix lights i thought you were um, gonna say the china balloon oh no but um <laughs> because it's like this big open sky and then in arizona it's 300 plus days of sunshine a year like no clouds wow. and, and there's that, only and that's not the sunshine state no, well, oh, here's the other thing. We're not known as the sunshine shape, suns, sunshine state. We have more daylight hours than Florida, and then people are like, oh, Colorado has all those mountains. Arizona has more mountain peaks than Colorado. Wow. But we're the Grand Canyon state. Uh, we're more than just a big hole. Am I right? <laughs> more of a gash, really. Yeah, but no, the Grand Canyon is also beautiful. And Arizona is just amazing in every way. To me, to me, you have like the valley. The, the, don't go to Tucson. You know what? I, just just don't go. But you have the Valley of the Sun. That's where I lived. And that's the Sonoran Desert. And then just like an hour north, you get into Sedona, which is one of the most beautiful places I've ever seen. It's like it's like another planet. Like the the mount, you're so close to the mountains and they're so tall. Like you feel like you're looking up forever and it's just mountain. Wow. And it's like red. It looks like the planet Mars. It's insane. Because the elevation's high, mm. they have like snow-capped mountains like well into the spring, right. which is not common there and then you go up north even further like prescott and flagstaff it's like these national forests these dense pine forests it's like you know really thick woods and a lot of people think the entire state is like a desolate desert and then you have like the grand canyon oh my gosh you very, gotta go very versatile state yeah. and that's one of the reasons why uh arizona is becoming like one of the more popular super bowl locations Oh, yeah, but anyway, because, like, it's this big open sky with, like, never, like, too many clouds, or if there are clouds, they're pretty thin, and then there's, like, all this dust in the air, so, like, when the sun is setting, like, the light is casting across, it, like, just does it in these really interesting ways, but from when I was a kid, yeah, like I said, I don't know how true this is, but they said, like, because, like, the way the light, like, hits the dust, that's what gives you these specific pinks and purples, and then, like, and then when there's, like, the clouds the sun will be like hitting the sky above the clouds but not the clouds so that's why those are in different colors and then because the the sun is coming down from behind these mountains you get this like really cool black outline of the mountains Mm -hmm. because where i lived also unless you're staring at like a wall but like no matter which direction you look you see mountains like i said it was a valley so that makes sense yeah i think they there was a i don't know if they ever built it but there was a proposed bike path that would connect all of the mountains and it was 122 miles wow for those like serious people you wouldn't do it all in one day the people that wear spandex yeah and the goofy looking helmets i used to have a little pair of biker shorts and biker shirt i used to have like the little outfit you would i know well i was a big cyclist but then um they're all kind of insufferable yeah. Oh my god, dude! I was even driving here in St. Louis, and I'm—I love walkable cities. I love bike cities, but here in St. Louis, 
these people they're they're still driving in like the middle of the road when there's a bike lane. And I'm like, don't live in a place that has gone out of their way to be a bike friendly city and then not take advantage of the bike friendly features. Well, what was it? Um Oh, it was Friday that we were driving and pe- the the dr- the people in their vehicles were in the bike lane. <laughs> Because they didn't realize that it was, an, it was a bike lane and not an actual um, main lane. Don't worry. We're going to get back to sports. Just just you wait. Well, Corner Goblin. So for those of you listening, Brandon put his feet on Corner Goblin. And Corner Goblin is kind of known for having this little foot fetish thing. <laughs> Especially like the, the webbed feet. No. Yeah. she. I don't know. It's weird. Like you're just going to have to ask her to explain yourself. I don't want to get into it because it makes me sick. She has this really uh, incredible fascination with the word moist as well. She's like, I love a moist foot just right in my face. I really, really love the word moist. I wish more people would use the word moist around me. I think she's going to throw up. This is a nice moist podcast. This is why we need the video element because you can see how green she's turning. Uh, I wish we had a video element for the last episode just so I get my reaction shot of looking at Tina's when he said live, laugh, love. (laughs) What? Well, you should have seen Danielle's face when you were talking to her in the beginning. What? Was I saying some weird shit? Well, about the drink and stuff. Oh, of this one? No, no, no. Oh, the last one. Yeah, she yeah, was yeah, supposed yeah, to come yeah, up with yeah, the yeah. drink, and she was oh, just she like, was like oh, throwing me under the bus? Oh, yeah. We need a video element just for reactions. But anyway, Brandon, we have our ambiance. We have our drink. We have our Super Bowl. You know what else we have? Nachos. Arizona trivia arizona trivia we're only doing a few but i just want to oh is this our game for the this is our game for the week for the episode it's a short one i just want to teach you something i want to teach the listeners something wonderful and then they're just kind of we're not even keeping score we're just going to be doing a few okay number one no tricks all right what is the capital of arizona tricks for kids um phoenix phoenix but it used to be flagstaff i think I don't remember, but um, it might like have been Prescott. Oh, I should not be doing all this trivia if I don't know for sure. But Disneyland was almost built in Flagstaff. Why? I don't know. Because Arizona has the most sun. Oh, yeah. Obvious. Well, but Flagstaff is the second snowiest city in America. That's a horrible idea to put a theme park in the snow. Okay, continue. That's probably why you didn't do it. All right, question number two. Oh, and this is from Group Games 101. That's the website. Okay. All right. Question number two, Brendan. Historically, Arizona's economy has replied on copper, cotton, cattle, citrus, and climate. What is this otherwise known as? What do you mean, what is it otherwise known like, as? What, 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 what do they call that? Agriculture? The five C's. <clears throat> the five C. <clears throat> the five C's of Arizona. Thomas, what are your five C's? Cunt, 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 cunt. <laughs> citrus i'm a citrusy boy <laughs> that's a callback to, <laughs> to one of the earlier ones <laughs> oh jesus all right back to all the right. trivia kids all right brandon in what year did arizona become a state i mentioned this last week uh 111 years ago which would be you make me do math right now. That makes me want to make. Um, so it's twenty three. So what was it nineteen? Nineteen. Nineteen twelve. All right. And in Arizona, what is the state's official neckwear? Bandana. Bolo tie. A what? Oh, bolo tie. Yeah. All right. In Arizona, what is it unlawful to refuse somebody? A drink of water. Yes. <laughs> it's 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 illegal to refuse someone a glass of water. Nice. All right. And then this is going to be our last one. These are just little tidbits. So on June 26, 1990, the hottest day was recorded in Phoenix. What high did the temperatures hit? 122. Yes. Serious? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Now, what is the hottest temperature that I have been in? 113. Motherfucker, that's a nice day. Are you kidding me? The hottest I've been in was 121. Oh. 113. 
He almost made the record. There is nothing to complain about 113. Other than it being 113. I know, but when you're out there, that's just like... Uh, Corner Goblin shaking her head. You don't like that? 115. Like, I think it was... It's a gray heat. When I was when I was there last summer, I think it was 51 days in a row of 110 or higher. And, and within that, like, 51 days, there was like 20 days of 115 or higher. Yeah, well, our temperature felt like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, and here's the other thing. Everybody, everybody in Arizona is like, well, it's a dry heat. Oh, whatever. And, like, everyone's going on about, like, well, at least it's not humid. I've been here for 100 degrees, 100% humidity. It is way better than 115 degrees and no humidity. I don't know what you guys are. What's wrong? What, like, stop lying. It's there okay that it's hot, but just stop being like, well, at least it's not humid. Go fuck yourself. I'm sick yeah. of it. Yeah, get your people, dude. Like, I would rather have 90 degrees no humidity than 90 degrees with humidity, but don't try to act like, oh, it, be happy it's 115, but it's dry. Bro, I am not kidding. I would. I walked out of my like little office at work one day. I looked up at the sun and shouted, enough. <laughs> Yeah, bro, you need to get your people. You just get fucking mad in that kind of heat, dude. They talk about this dry heat like it's God's gift to Earth. Like, it's... I understand. I understand it, okay? But the fact of the matter is it's way fucking hotter there. (laughs) No, and here's the other thing. Have you ever opened your oven and you're like, damn, that's hot? Yeah. Imagine like that, but you can't close the oven. (laughs) That's what it feels like. You just have to go inside. There's one... Yeah. Well... You can, but sometimes it gets so hot that transformers explode and there are rolling blackouts. Do you guys have a lot of humidifiers out there? Uh, not really. I'm surprised. I like, mean, people like in their house do it sometimes, but you don't really like need a humidifier. So these people think. are just walking around ashy as fuck? Like what? I moisturize. Or you could have a humidifier. I, get, well, I was never ashy. Okay. Do you know what the biggest fucking culture shock is? It's just like how long it takes things to dry. Like, it can take my hair, like, an hour plus to dry out here. Out oh. there, a few minutes. D- Danielle was out visiting me in Arizona. Well, not, she wasn't visiting me. She was visiting someone I was living with. And then that's when we met. Um, but, like, you would shower, get yourself all dried off. You would dry off very quickly. You could just hang your towel up, and that would dry off quickly. Sometimes mm. here I put a towel up, and it's still wet, like, until the next day. Mm-hmm. Like 12 hours. Yeah, what the fuck is that about, dude? Uh... That's how I've always I ride my to bike be. to work and like the wind chill freezes my hair. Maybe dry your hair. I try, but it's not dry enough in the atmosphere to do it. <laughs> Out there, I go outside and my hair is dries instantly. I, I, I want to take you to Arizona in the summer just to show you how crazy it is. Oh, don't even get me started on the haboobs. Do you know what a haboob is? What? It's these rolling dust storms that can be over a mile tall. Why is it called a haboob? Well, they only happen in two places in the world, the Middle East and Arizona. Well, generally, boobs are haboob. coming too. So. so here is a picture of a haboob. Okay. That isn't kind of terrifying? Yeah, I got stuck in two of them. Brandon, I'm not kidding. When I was in a haboob, I could not see from me to you. Bro, I'm always trying to get stuck in some haboobs. I love a boob too, but no, no, but it's crazy. It was really funny. Um, one time I was walking home from the park with a friend of mine, and we got stuck in a haboob. And they they just roll in. You like you don't even you have no time. To, yeah, yeah. And so, but by the time I got home, my mom was like, "You look like a damn chimney sweep," just from all of the the dust coming mm-hmm. around and just like collecting on me. I mean, you know, I'm from Arizona, but I look like I could have been from Mexico, my man. I was yeah, a few covered. shades darker. Mm-hmm. And then just, like, getting in the shower and just, like, the water was just all dirty and muddy and yep. ugh, nuts. Haboob. 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 <laughs> like, no, I got why stuck in that? two of them. But the biggest fear is, if you're in one of those, is catching valley fever, which is a fungal infection in your lungs. She got valley fever. That can sideline you for a few fever. months, too. It's a hostile environment. But God damn if it isn't beautiful. But no, I haven't, I haven't like, uh, I mean, the haboobs, it's not like a regular thing. But yeah, and then I moved here. You know we get earthquakes? In Missouri? Yeah. What? Why? Is there a fault line? hmm I guess I don't know where the fault lines are. I don't remember exactly where the fault line is, but yeah, we've had earthquakes. It don't does not happen very often, but there have been... 
Earthquakes. I think the last one I remember... I think there's been one since, but the last one I remember was, like, junior high, maybe? So that would have been damn near ten years ago, probably. Okay, hold on. I'm no, just... No, hold on. Damn, dude, I'm old. No, I'm 15 trying... years ago, sorry. I'm, I'm trying to bring something up and, like, a thousand ads popped up on my phone. Penis enlarging pills. Yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, Brandon. We've talked about Arizona. Yes. We've mentioned that the Super Bowl is this weekend. So, do you have a prediction? Yes. What is your Super Bowl prediction? My prediction is that I'm going to eat so much food that I can't catch a buzz. Okay, well, uh, do you have a final score or winner prediction? Nope. Okay. I think... (laughs) Uh, I think if... Mahomes is as injured as we think he is. Eagles are going to win. Oh, yeah. Mahomes boy. See, here's the thing. He's having a little bit of a break to really get over that energy. and Energy. Injury. injury. But the thing is, is uh, high a high ankle sprain. sprain. I, I said this. We talked about it when it happened. Like, that puts people out for weeks. Mm-hmm. He played that game. Then the next game, he's having a one-week break. Like, I, he might be busted all to hell. But he's a... He's a really good thrower of the football, so he might not have to use his legs. Well, I mean, that's how he finished out that time he played in that game. He was yeah. just hopping around and handing it off. And but the Eagles are good. They have Javon Hargrave, which I'm hoping the Steelers make a move and bring him back. Um, I don't know. I feel like uh, I I want to say it's going to be Kansas City. But I could also see uh, Philly just winning by like a field goal. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be a blowout either way. I think it's going to be fairly close. I think it's going to be around 30 points for both teams. Well. I could see a 31-34. If Mahomes doesn't end up playing the whole game and they got to throw the back of it. He's not bad, but. Chad Henney? I think it could be a blowout if he screws the pooch. You know what I mean? There, There is no way that Mahomes doesn't play. Yeah, he's definitely going to do everything in his ability to play. Okay. And so this is what we got here. This Here's the stat line. This is from CBS Sports. The over-under is 50. What do you think? I could see that. Are you going over or are you going under? Under. You're going under? Okay, I'm yeah. going over. Okay. Well, so, and we will revisit down, this. Boy. We will revisit this after Pull the game. Put some money down, boy. All right, you want to do $5? Yeah, I'll do $5. Okay. So, $5, I'm taking the over. And so, the Eagles are favored by one and a half points. What do you think about that? I'm not betting on that one because I have no idea. Uh, you know, all that means to me is that it's going to be a close game. Yeah. Is what they're predicting. Well, and the home team gets uh, a three-point swing. They always get three points. But, I mean, like, you're the home team in the Super Bowl. You're not in your home environment. No, so I, I don't, don't know. I don't know how there can even really be a home team. Yeah. No, I don't know. Who's the home team? The closest? No. Uh, it place. alternates. So the Eagles are the home team. And it's really just what color jersey you wear. Or you get to choose which jersey right, you wear. Right, right. But the Eagles were also the home team when they played against the Patriots. But, Brandon, this is not the first Super Bowl to be played in Phoenix. Right. Or it's not even in Phoenix. It's in Glendale. But this is not the first Super Bowl to be played in Arizona. There have been three previous Super Bowls in Arizona. So welcome to the second game. So we are going to play a little guessing game, Brandon. I will tell you the year, and then I want you to tell me what teams it was. Just guess. Okay. Okay. The first ever Super Bowl in Arizona was held at Sun Devil Stadium in Tempe in 1996. So this was the 95 season going into 96. Cowboys. And? Eagles. No, not Eagles. Uh, Cowboys and Niners. They That is not possible. They both play in the NFC. Well, that shows how much I fucking know. Let me tell you this. That. My mom went to this Super Bowl. So uh, who does my mom like? Uh, Steelers. 
Dallas Cowboys and the Pittsburgh Steelers. And any guess on what the score was for that game? Nope. Okay. Well, Dallas won. They won with a score of... I probably could have told you that Dallas won, but... Yeah, well, no, Dallas won, and... I was, that was like, during their run. Yeah, and I was only like seven months old, and my mom was like, damn it, Thomas, you're my bad luck charm for this team. I have you, and they don't even win. But uh, no, the, uh, the the whatever their name is, the Dallas Cowboys, they won 27-17. to 17. Okay. And that was uh, Dallas's fifth Super Bowl triumph, and they have not been back since. Okay, and so, er, Danielle, can you look something up for me? What um what year was Super Don't don't say anything about it. What year was Super Bowl 42? Oh, after I said that I know. I'm pretty sure I know what year it is. You want me to say it or you don't? Just tell me the year or the date. 2008. Sep- February of 2008? Yeah. Okay. So, Brandon, in the 2007 season, so Super Bowl was played in 2008 and Arizona Super Bowl Forty Two was b- played between who? Two thousand eight, you said. Mm-hmm. And this was a like, oh my god, are you kidding me? Is a pretty like wild thing. Mm, Giants and Patriots. Yes. And do you remember who won that game? The Giants. Yes, and that was the 18 and 0 season for the Patriots that Eli Manning ended. Right. Yeah, so that was um the first one that they played it ended with uh the Giants beating the New England Patriots with a final score of I have no idea. 17 to 14, which um that Good was like scoring. the that was like the helmet catch um mm. with the, the whatever and, and, you know, some people argue that the play should have been called dead, but I don't know. I'm kind of glad they let it play out. But he threw the the ball. I think it was David Tyree. He, cu- he caught it on his helmet. Mm-hmm. And then Plexico Burris, uh, who used to be a Pittsburgh Steeler, he caught the eventual game-winning touchdown to make it 17-14. to That let them win. Hmm. All right. Okay. I need another year. Super Bowl forty nine. Was, is it February 2015 or February 2016? 2013. February 1st, 2015. Okay. All right, Brendan. And so the third and final Super Bowl before this one was um, the, it was, I believe it was the, I'm sorry, you said 2015? Okay. So it was the 2014 season. So it was played in February of 2015 in Arizona. And I will tell you this, one of the, this, I mean, this will give it away, but one of the previous teams that we've named was in this one. Patriots. Patriots. And? Um, I believe this was the Super Bowl that I made my first top hat. That really narrows it down for me, buddy. Maybe not. This might have been the one after I made the top hat. I don't know. Seattle Seahawks. Uh, it was in the, the middle Seahawks. of the Seahawks. Like, you know, they they had beat Denver the year before, and then they went to a repeat appearance. This was the Legion of Boom era. You know what I mean? And um, yeah. the Patriots went on to win because of the interception where you got to give the who, – who do you – give it to Marshawn to run it in, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. Yep. And there's the running theory that they just wanted uh, Russell Wilson to be the MVP, so they wanted to give him another touchdown to throw, but – just win the fucking game. What's mm-hmm. more important, a ring or almost being the MVP? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But, yeah, so the uh, Seattle Seahawks were beaten by the New England Patriots 28-24, to and that was the Patriots' fourth Super Bowl victory, and they went on to win two since, tying the Pittsburgh Steelers for most Super Bowls as a franchise. Where did the Bears go? Was that 2005? Yes. Yeah, so, no, the Steelers went in 2005 for two, uh, Super Bowl 40. Let's see. But, oh, you know, speaking of Black History Month, um, this Super Bowl is what? the first time the two black quarterbacks have faced off against each other. But Shout when the Bears teams. went to the Super Bowl, that was the first time that two black head coaches played against each other because the Bears were coached by Lovey Smith, I believe, Brandon. Mm-hmm. And the... Colts were coached by Tony Dungy, Tony Dungy yep. and that was Super Bowl 41. 
So that was 2006, the 2006 season going into 2007. Correct. And who won that game, Brandon? Shut up. It was the Colts. It's T time. It, uh, I'm the wh- problem. It's wh- me. I'm uh, in T time. What, what are the words, Danielle? Everyone. No, it, wait, it's T time. Everyone agrees. Okay, so why hasn't Taylor Swift done the Super Bowl halftime show? Because she's too big. That's right. Okay, but like the Super Bowl is like the most nationally watched thing ever. Uh, Not, I mean, like televised. In, yeah, televised nationally you know in the United States. Television, well. television has fallen off, dude. I agree. Well, it's about to be on YouTube. There's podcasts that are getting better viewers, more viewers than the Super Bowl. Damn. Yeah. I know, but like the thing is, and, and Danielle, I think you'd be interested in what I have to say about this. Because... So, like, The weekend, for example, he did the halftime show, and I didn't really like it, right? But in an interview with him, he said that he put on the show that he wanted to, like, on the scale he wanted to. And so, if I was a musician, the biggest draw for me, bold words coming from someone that can't play any musical instruments, but I feel like I would want to do the halftime show out of just, like, a desire to do, like... It's like that an, big of a like because you're not really going to get an opportunity to have a like a, a like a physical stage that big. Well, it's like a, it's like an accolade thing. It's like um, you know, like a dream thing. And mm-hmm. then yeah, I'm sure you know to do all kinds of crazy effects and stuff. But I'm going to tell you right now, Taylor Swift does that for her whole tour, dude. No, I know, I know, she's doing on stadiums a, on a scale twenty times that. No, I know she's doing those stadiums and all that, but not just stadiums. Every song is a a uh, finale. Well, is she? But she's giant, like having giant stages with crazy like acrobatics and and special effects. And oh, I, I didn't know that. Oh my god! Go watch one of the. She has one on uh, Netflix. I just canceled my Netflix and my Hulu. And when The Last of Us is over, I'm canceling HBO Max. I think I'm cutting out distractions, Corner Goblin. Don't judge me. Thank you. I think the latest one is on Netflix, but there is one on YouTube also. I'll have to, watch, I'll have to come over and watch it. Yeah, we'll, I'll watch it again. We'll we'll put it on the good sound bar and crank it up and rock out to it. Danielle says she wants to do it tonight. Danielle, I'm going to bed. I gotta cut. It's nine. It's gonna be nine thirty by the time I get out of here. Do you know what shit we're gonna talk? Don't worry, I'm cutting this. Do you know what shit we're gonna talk as soon as we hit pause or stop? It's true. Talk a lot of shit. Can I watch Antihero? Because it's tea. She, she has one of Antihero? No. No. No, it just came, that just came out. Oh. This is She hasn't done that tour yet. <laughs> oh, well, then, I don't know. I guess never mind. But, I mean, like, it, it's more than just, like, oh, I'm too big for that or I am I make more money than that. Like, I don't know. Just, like, the Super Bowl would just be, like, a cool thing to do. Because I feel like I a it. lot of people watching the Super Bowl are not people that watch Taylor Swift. I don't think that's true at all. I know, but like I don't listen to Taylor Swift. I'm more, much more likely to watch football than Taylor Swift. Have you noticed how the commercials for the Super Bowl have kind of fallen off? They used to be like crazy, insane, and now they're just kind of like meh. they're just they're just commercials. They're just meh, and like, and you see them before the Super Bowl anyway because they ever they blast them out on social media. I was media. just about to say I, the, the 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 commercials I see in the Super Bowl are the ones I've already seen. Uh-huh. Like it used to be. It used to be all about the commercials. Like, everyone loved them because they'd be, like, fun and creative. But now they're just regular commercials. They're not even anything that would impress me. I literally just saw a thing on, I think it was Bud Light's Instagram that was like, click here and watch our Super Bowl ad. I'm like, why would I want to watch your Super Bowl ad? I should be be watching it at, like, watching the Super Bowl. Yeah, let me watch it during when it's supposed to go out. It also didn't look that great just from, like, the the clip picture. Ooh, Bud Light, you hear that? Your number one fan starting to diss. We'll have to see, man. I'll tell you what, though. There, I don't think it might be just, like, a Instagram scrolling ad with um, Miles Teller. I know him. Yeah. I mean, I know of him. There's a, He's got a cool little ad. Um, running for Bud Light. I am going to save up enough so that we can have a Super Bowl ad. Those are expensive. It might be like 10, 30, 40 years from now, but wouldn't it be cool if we had a little thing like, I'm Jen and I'm Thomas, and this is Jen and Thomas. Listen to Jen and Thomas. 
Or we just save up money and then pay the Instagram fee for it to be blasted out. Farther. Or the amount of money it would take for a Super Bowl ad, we could also just retire. <laughs> You're right. Look at that. Yeah. Well, I'm, I think I'm going to do that one. I think I'm going to... You mean, you mean we could just like quit our jobs and just podcast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I would rather do that than have a Super Bowl ad. Uh-huh. But yeah, no, Instagram. You know, it's actually a lot cheaper to advertise on Instagram than I expected. I might get into it. We'll find out. Okay. Okay. But yeah, no, I don't know, dude. Like, I remember Budweiser used to have, like, the best Super Bowl ads. Yeah, they'd have the, and then, the Clydesdale ad. The, yeah. Um, you know, and then they have whatever. And it was else. always just going to be like, man, who's doing this? Or, like, movie announcements would happen Do during the Super Bowl. Do you remember the Doritos commercials? Maybe. I don't know. Those were always remember. the best Super Bowl commercials. I don't remember these things. Like the one that the kid puts him in a time a time machine, quote unquote, and it's just a cardboard box. And oh, he's like, I do remember that one. And then he comes out. There's an old guy. Get off my lawn! He goes, Jimmy, you're old. Like he actually. Yeah. I there's some good ones. I know there's good ones, but I don't really like remember them specifically. I need like it's like I would need you to tell me them or like trade, I watch baby? like an old. E-Trade Baby was good. Oh, my God. I haven't thought about that in years. Yeah. But that's what I mean. Like, I never remember them off the top of my head. I've seen an old, like, clip show. Yeah, there's uh, they they I, I'm sure they still do it. They do it every year, the, uh, like, top Super Bowl ads of the past. Like, they, mm-hmm. they usually do that leading up to the Super Bowl. They have that uh, program running. I'm burping. Sorry. Yeah, no problem. I'm just waiting. No, you're good. Oh, okay. Are you still burping? No, I was finished with my thought. Oh, okay, okay, my bad. <laughs> you know one thing that bothers me, and you're, you're a football fan, so you know this, and I'm sure you've been to a Super Bowl watch party before at least once in your life. Uh, I usually throw it. Okay, well, either way, you'll understand <gasps> this. Continue your thought. I have something after that. Okay. The worst thing about these Super Bowl parties is people will talk during the game and then be quiet during the commercials. Mm-hmm. But what's even worse is, like, lately we were talking about the commercials aren't as good. People talk during the game and then stay quiet for the trash commercials now. Mm-hmm. Breaks my heart. My so, heart has been torn and broken. So there was a year that uh, my dad, uh, he won a Super Bowl party from the radio station. The, oh, what was it? Well, the Hooters girls came and brought wings. The The disc jockeys from the radio station came. And we invited, like, everybody we knew, and it was the, what were they, like the Miller Lite girls or something were there, too? I didn't know that was a thing, but sounds fun. Me and my 13-year-old friends got pictures with them. We felt so cool. That must have been a big day for Quincy, Illinois. I'm not from Quincy. Where do you live? Bloomington. Bloomington Normal, Illinois. Blow no. No blow here. Oh, my God. Um... But he won a 42-inch TV from that. and Damn, dude, that was huge back then. Yeah. Uh, 15 years ago or whatever. Damn. 42-inch TV, uh, all the food supplied, the radio station came, and yeah, it was a good time, man. That's awesome. Speaking of football, um, the we've talked about arena football before. Um, so Arizona has an arena team. The Arizona has three arena teams. Arizona team is the Arizona Rattlers and they had cheerleaders and my mom went to something and the Arizona Rattlers cheerleaders were there so mm-hmm. she got a picture of them that they all signed for me and they said like Hart Thomas and my mom was like the cheerleaders signed this for you <laughs> and I framed it and put it in my room Cute. yeah I was in like middle school and then I wasn't there but then when people would come over they're like oh this is cool bag yeah, they all liked me a lot. I never met them, but I was like, they signed this for me. Right. Jesus. Yeah, no, I I, I got all of their signatures. I mean, hey, they're not half bad looking for an arena football team. Oh, my God. Cheerleader. Um, so the stadium that they're playing in in Arizona, is this the one that's, like, shaped like a snake? Oh, for the Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's meant to sh- be shaped like a snake and a barrel cactus. So I remember watching it on Discovery when they were building that. They had a, a show about it. Yes. They can move that field in and out, can't yeah, they? Yeah, it just it goes just... So it's like a dome. They can open and close the dome. Mm-hmm. And then they can also... Um, 
it's just, it literally just looks like railroad tracks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the field just it just goes straight out, mm-hmm. and then so the field goes out, and then they have like events inside. Right. But yeah, no, they. Uh, I mean, if you live in the sunniest state, might as well let nature work for you. Take its course. Yeah. So it uh it helps it helps the grass grow, and then that. I think that technology that was developed for that stadium that um, is used in Vegas. I think they do that too. Oh, okay. I'm not 100% sure, but I think they do. I could see that. Because they're in a dome that can't open, I believe. Oh. It's called like the black hole or something. You know, Vegas is like a giant black dome. If I could easily Google this, but I'm not going to. No. And so if you're listening at home, just comment, tweet, Instagram, DM me. I'm not looking it up. You can do that for me. But yeah, no. Um, <clears throat> I remember when it was built. Um, it was a really big deal, and they they had my. I think I was in fourth grade. Is that only built in two thousand nine? Sounds about right. No wait, no. I was I was in fourth grade in two thousand four. Two thousand nine, you probably would have been in eighth grade. I was in, no, two thousand nine, I was in freshman. Well, yeah. I mean, it depends on what part of that year, but yeah. No, but I thought it was built when I was in fourth grade. I don't remember when it was built, but it was a big deal, and we went to it. All right, now I do need to find this because I need to know which teacher I had. Stadium. It's a State Farm Stadium. Yeah, State Farm Stadium. It used to be the uh, University of Phoenix Stadium. Interesting. So it was uh, so it was Cardinal Stadium. So it was built in two thousand five, two thousand six. So we went for like fifth or sixth grade. I remember that now. And so it was Cardinal Stadium from August to September before they had the naming before someone got the naming rights before someone got the naming rights, and then it was named uh, University of Phoenix Stadium, and then State Farm took over earlier this year. Wow! Yeah, it's natural grass. It was renovated in two thousand fourteen and two thousand seventeen. So it opened. August 1st, 2006, so it's about 16 years old. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I just remember when they were building that on that show, it was a really cool-looking stadium. Yeah, and um, there was a time where the, the 49ers were actually playing out of it for a little while. I don't remember, I don't know if you remember that. It was during COVID. No. Oh, hold on. Now That's I have weird. to Google this one. Hold on, everybody. I don't know why they wouldn't play out their own stadium. Yeah, so the 49ers were forced to play in Arizona um, partway through the 2020 season because of COVID-19 restrictions. Oh, like the city's laws were so strict. Yeah, California was ridiculous. Yeah, so they spent their last two home games in Arizona. Oh, because um, COVID-19 in Santa Clara County, COVID-19 restrictions, it included a ban of contact sports. So they had to play in Arizona for their last couple of home games. So the home games were in Arizona and then their away games were just wherever it was. Mm -hmm. But one of their games ended up like being against the Cardinals, which was just kind of funny. And then I think there was a problem with the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, so when their home games was against the Cardinals, the Cardinals were at home. <laughs> yeah, and then there was something to do with the Seahawks where there was like a little bit of a scheduling conflict. I don't remember exactly, but it was just kind of like, damn, dude. And like, as an Arizona boy myself, I don't really, I'm not really a big fan of California, so we will happily take the San Francisco 49ers rent money. Yeah, the, they do some whack stuff out there, man. Yeah. No, and I like it like, and I like to tell people like where I lived with Scottsdale, and they're like, "Oh, what's it like?" I'm like, "L.A. but better." And if you're in L.A. and you're like, "No, L.A.'s better," no, it it you're wrong. It's okay, but you're wrong. It's bad. Have you been there? <laughs> Have you gone outside? Have you tried to drive down the street and it only take twenty minutes? No, everything takes a nap. Just fuck you. <laughs> I <laughs> L.A. is the worst. Yeah. Oh my god, I went to high school with this guy. His name was Eric. You know Eric? Yeah, I know Eric. Yeah. He was obsessed with LA. He lives in Arizona. Yeah. Big Lakers fan, big whatever. And anytime anything would happen, he would just be like, Yeah, but like it's better in LA. Why don't you move there? Come on, Eric. Get no, your head out of your ass. You know, that's the whole thing. In Arizona, people from California move to Arizona all the time, and they'll be like, man, Arizona's whack. Cali is way better. Okay, then go back to California. And they're like, nah. 
there's like a reason there's a mass exodus out of that state. Yeah. And like Northern California is beautiful, but, but like they, they, they there's get... more people in LA than out of LA. So yeah. LA is a, is where I blame most of my disdain. Yeah. I love San Diego. Dominates though. a lot of the politics and stuff because yeah. it's such a big metropolis. Yeah, you, and that's like an issue. Even if like. And that's kind of an issue I have with California. I do feel like it's too big of a place. I think that it should be split up. And the issue is, is because of it politically, um, let alone, not even saying like, not even saying like, because if you're leaning like right or left, but like the politics that you might view for living in LA, because it's such a city, like a lot of those like laws and policies and other things you might think be really important that, that really doesn't apply to the and rest can, of the state and it can affect negatively like some of your like tax implications yeah. for these like things in northern california or out in counties so well that's like the argument with illinois and chicago yeah it, chicago it, dictates most of the politics for all of illinois even though illinois kind of has the opposite politics as chicago yeah and same thing with uh like washington like in seattle mm-hmm. so it's just a dicey thing like even if you're voting for something that is like not even a controversial topic, but it's just something that like is fitting for living in a city. A lot of those like business and uh, tax laws can be not so great for businesses out or in like farmers and all of that other stuff. But anyway, I think California is too big. I think they need to, and th- there've been a few different bills where they try to split the state up. I do think it should be split into two or three because like LA alone, I think it's LA, but maybe all of Definitely all of California, but I think it's just L.A., but, like, that population is bigger than all of Canada. Mm. You know what I mean? And they're broken up into different states because and it's more than just location. It's just Land, population. I, I could see them at least doing, like, a north and south. Yeah, or, like, a coastline, like, divide, like, L.A. and San Diego, or not San Diego, um, San Francisco, like, that kind of, like, those coastal cities. Mm. Make them their own state, dude. I don't care. I think I think I was near the beach splitting it north and south would probably take care of a lot of problems. But anyway, Brandon, so final thoughts here. It's, it's winding down to the end of the night. We've talked Arizona. We've talked Super Bowl. We've talked Super Bowl. What just just give me your gut gut react. What, 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 what are you doing on Super Bowl? What do you, what do you think is going to happen? Who's who's winning? Me, boy. I'm winning. I'm eating a lot of food, drinking a lot of beer. I'm winning. Brandon's winning. Are you rooting for anyone specific? Because, I mean, we're Missouri boys now, but we know Joe. That's right. And we know Jill. That's right. Virginia. Well, you don't know Jill. I know Jill. What have she you lives met? in Arizona. Oh, you did meet Jill. Jill likes the Eagles, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we know Joe. We know Jill. Hey, Jill. Hi, Jill. Hi, hi, uh, Jill with your short king boyfriend. Right. <laughs> um... You know, I think it's going to be a good game. But if Mahomes is like nearly 100%, he's going to destroy the Eagles. Yeah, well, I feel like I feel like even if he's quote destroying them, it's still going to be close. Like I feel like the, like no matter what happens, I do think that the score is going to be close. I even if like one team is particularly like dominating, you know what I mean? I feel like one team will just like have control and the other team is just going to be constantly playing catch up. Yeah, agreed. So, like if I think I genuinely think if either team gets um makes it a two-score game, they're just going to run away with it. Yeah, for sure. Um like even if that just means like the Eagles score and then get a turnover early, I don't know if Mahomes is going to be able to catch up. Oh yeah, 100%. So, I think that's what it's going to come down to. I genuinely, the game might just come down to one turnover. Could. Maybe that's my prediction. I all right. Yeah, and we have our. And you heard it here first. We have our five dollars on the over under. Right. I'm under fifty. You're over fifty. I am over fifty, and it's if it is fifty, we give each other five dollars. No, it's a push. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for the game. It's been, I don't know. It's been quite a journey this football season. Every yeah. Sunday we've been hanging out, socializing, eating wings, recording podcasts. It's almost end of an era. It's recording re- YouTube videos as well. Recording for YouTube. It's 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 a shame that our friendship has to end here, yeah. you know. Till next it's football been, season. It's been really good hanging out with you. <laughs> but I'm really excited. I'm I mean Well, we were talking 
we have to find something new. Yeah, to we watch have to. We, yeah, we have to. We have to like get new hobbies. We're like uh, F one, maybe yeah, F one. Or... That'd be kind of fun. Oh, XFL. Oh yeah, the Battle Hawks. Yeah, but I don't know when they start. Uh, Soon, uh, March maybe. That'd be good. We can get into March Madness. Nah. All right. Brandon doesn't <laughs> like basketball. Not a big fan. But um, I don't know. I'm excited. I mean, I'm very. I don't know. And like just in general with football, I'm excited where the Steelers are going to go. The The Bears have the number one pick. They might trade back and get a couple new picks. So the Bears can have a bright future. They already have a quarterback. They just got to do it, get everything else. Yeah. I don't know what their plan is. I'm not going to pretend to try to figure it out either. Yeah. But we will see. We will find out next year. Right? Yeah, that's right. But anyway, Brandon, until next football season or until next week, whenever people like listening. Where can they find you? Brandon Churchill at Brandon Churchill on YouTube. Um, on Instagram, Brandon underscore Churchill underscore 95. Twitter, if you do that sort of thing, is Brandon Churchill without the U and Churchill. And find me on the streets. You are one for the streets. <laughs> but um, but as for me, you can find me on Instagram at CappedCoolKid. That is C-A-P-T, Cool Kid, and Bad Boy of Botany. I don't post very much, but when I do, you're like, damn, another banger. You know what I mean? But as for the podcast, you can follow the podcast on the Instagram for the podcast at Jen and Thomas Podcast. For YouTube and Twitter, we are at Jen and Thomas Pod. But yeah, and then um, as for where you can find us in general for your listening, uh, wherever podcasts are found, I hope, uh, you know, um, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, there's a few international ones, and I'm, and I'm on a lot of them, Samsung. I'm still waiting to get on uh, Amazon Music. And Audible, because I guess Audible has podcasts. I'm. It's been a while, but they still won't let me on, working <laughs> it out. But anyway, if there's a place you like to listen but can't find us, please let me know, and I will make it my number one priority to get there. And I don't know. I think that is it. Hood, Do we have anything else hike. to plug? Hut, hut, hike. Don't drink and drive. Don't drink and con a boat. Don't drink and con a boat. And hut, hut, hike. <laughs>